Christians who say that they used to be atheists. Were they ever really atheists? One thing that upsets me is when I tell somebody that I used to be a Christian and now I'm an atheist and they say that I was never really a Christian. So when I hear a Christian say I used to be an atheist, then I need to show them the same respect that I expect from them. It would be unfair for me to say, no, you were never really an atheist. Sometimes I'll get on YouTube and I'll search for videos for content for this channel. And I'll type in stuff like, used to be a Christian, now I'm an atheist, or former atheist turned Christian, just to try to see what comes up. And while many of the videos that I come across give me the impression that the person speaking just went through a brief period of doubt and called it their atheist phase, sometimes I'll come across a refreshing video, like the one I'm talking about today. Her name is Natalia Taylor. And admittedly, I don't know who she is. I didn't know who she was before I found this video. And she has 2.26 million subscribers on YouTube. The name of her video is Why I Went From Atheist to Christian. I hit play on the video, fully expecting to see that she was going to badmouth atheism to her millions of followers. But that's not what happened at all. I like hearing people's stories, you know. It's not so black and white as we try to make it sometimes. It's a lot more nuanced than that. They have experiences, feelings, thoughts, emotions. They learn things about themselves and about the world that leads them to where they are now. So let's check out a little bit of her story. Natalia, tell us a little bit about yourself. So growing up in Ohio, my family and I were not really regular church goers. If you've been following me for a while, then you know I was abducted by my father when I was young. And after that, my mom and I started going to church because I know that the church had really great resources for people that had survived traumatic experiences and things of that nature. I remember a lot of God and stuff being just sporadic in my childhood, but not really something that I cared about. It was like when I did go to church, I was being drugged along by either a parent or my neighbor. I can definitely relate to that. When I was a kid, we went to church, but it wasn't like a, we have to go to church every single Sunday type of thing, or, you know, being forced to go to church all the time. It was kind of like mom thought this is something that we need to do. We need to be in church. So we're going to go most Sundays. And that was it. I had an experience in college where my roommate and I were playing with a Ouija board and I actually witnessed a possession. This sounds really crazy. I know you might not believe me and that's okay, but I straight up with my own eyes watched my roommate in college get possessed from a Ouija board. Obviously, everybody's going to have their own opinions about demons and Ouija boards. And I'm not going to say that she's wrong but I'm going to say that I don't really have a reason to believe that demon possession is real, but I'm not trying to take away from her experience at all. I will say that I think when you grow up believing in a God, you're more likely to accept demonic possessions and stuff as being real later on in your life. 
And at that point, after the whole possession happened, I truly did not believe in Christianity. There are so many bad things happening in the world. Like so many people are poor. So many people are dying. The world is just too messed up for there to be a God or else he wouldn't let any of that stuff happen. That's really how I felt. And I was standing by that and I identified as an atheist. That's a totally understandable way to feel if there is a God out there who loves all of us, then why is there so much suffering in the world? It's a valid question. And it's the reason why a lot of people are atheists. Like, I can't believe in a God who is supposed to be all loving, who allows so much bad to happen in the world. And there are a lot of really smart, intelligent, amazing, kind people that are atheists. I hate that there's this stigma around atheism that they're Satan worshipers or they are mean or goth or terrible people. I'm actually really good friends with a few atheists still to this day, believe it or not. Like I can be a Christian and still be friends with atheists and not force my beliefs onto other people. That is pretty refreshing. I love hearing her say that that being atheist doesn't mean that you worship Satan, doesn't mean that you're a bad person. There are bad people on both sides. And I mean, honestly, I hated Christians. Like this is the point in my life where anyone that would talk about God or Jesus, I just thought they were stupid. I was like, how is it possible that you can believe in a book that's 2000 years old and you don't even know if it's real? A lot of these people are like preaching or cherry picking this book and they're telling me how to live my life, but like they're not living up to these standards. And I just like didn't like that. See, this is why as atheists, we can't say that people like her who are Christians now were never atheists. I mean, she admits that she thinks she thought that Christians were stupid. How could anybody believe this? So it's not for us to say, hey, you were never an atheist. Clearly she was. That brings me into the next phase of my life, which was the YouTube phase. After I told the Ouija board story on my channel and it got a lot of traction, this was really where I felt all of the power that I ever needed was within myself. Like I really had my shit together. I had just worked so hard and my YouTube channel was finally flourishing. I was more successful than all of these other people in my life. I had more followers than them. I had more money than them. And not that I was deliberately a mean person, I just truly felt good about myself and like that's it. Myself, me, I had everything that I wanted and finally I had the success that would get the revenge on all of the people that hurt me in the past and my life would be worth it. And to be honest, I know a lot of Christians even to this day that are that way. They're all about themselves. And so this is just a statement on my own personal story. This is not a statement on Christians or atheists. I know some terrible Christians and I know some great atheists. So just me during that time was not the best version of myself. I got myself into drugs, got myself into toxic relationships and friendships. And while I was on this high of feeling like I'm in control of my own destiny, I am creating my path. I feel like I have all of the power in the world at my fingertips. It really, really sucked for me when this life that I thought I had full control over that I had created for myself came crashing down. Literally crumbled in front of my eyes. I couldn't put it together. I didn't have the means to support myself any longer. Like my body had completely broken down from all the drugs I was doing. My mind was gone. I had lost a bunch of followers because like I went kind of crazy and I couldn't get my life back together. It was like in shambles. I had all of the power in the world to create 
this reality that I love, but when it fell apart, that was out of my control and I didn't know how to put it back together. So after the whole Ouija board, demonic possession, becoming an atheist because the world is such a bad place thing, then she went into growing her YouTube channel and got really successful there. So she talks about how she got into drugs. You've probably heard a similar path like this before where people don't believe in God and then they, you know, they get famous and but they get into some bad stuff and then it causes them to look for something else and they end up finding God. I had rejected the idea of God and church and stuff like that. So I needed some other form of outlet and I actually started meditating. Now, this is something that you won't hear a lot with people that are converted to Christianity. A lot of times people that are Christian will actually convert to spiritualism or meditation and other forms of mindfulness. But for me, it was actually the other way around. I started meditating and performing mindful activities such as, you know, just simply sitting down in a room by myself for 15 minutes and allowing myself to feel and think. And I found myself like slipping into Rare almost. And as you guys know, like I still have my crystal collection. I started collecting crystals, meditating with crystals and incense and just started praying to the universe. I don't know. I just opened my heart up to anything, like the idea of anything. And as soon as I started doing that, what was so crazy was automatically things started lining up for me. Well, her path is interesting because it's a little bit different how she talks about becoming just more spiritual first before becoming a Christian. I was meditating and I had a vision out of nowhere of a burning cross. That sounds insane. That sounds really crazy. You're like, Natalia, what do you mean you had a vision of a burning cross? That sounds terrible. What does that even mean? And that's exactly how I felt. I Googled it and nothing really came up. I couldn't understand why it was that I had this experience. And a couple days later, I happened to be driving and out of the corner of my eye, remembering that I had that meditation before, I saw a sign for a church and the symbol for the church was a cross with a flame that comes over top of it, this Methodist church flame. And it was really weird how in my meditation, I kind of saw this cross. For me, I would say it's not as uncommon because we have dreams, we have visions, we see things, and a burning cross is not that uncommon. Now, if she were to have seen like a purple giraffe juggling bowling pins, and then she drove by a church that had a purple giraffe juggling bowling pins, it would be a lot less likely and more impressive. But a burning cross, I mean, churches have crosses and flames and Christianity sort of go hand in hand. So it's not that uncommon, I think. Again, I'm not trying to discredit her, but people have visions, people have dreams, people see things. And when you're looking for something, you're more likely to see it anyways. When I found myself in the church, like they actually were able to help me through that. Even though I had never been there before, it was my first time. I didn't grow up in that church. I didn't even necessarily believe in Jesus. And they all accepted me with open arms and offered me resources for drug recovery and trauma recovery. It was just like seriously perfect for me. Like it was exactly what I needed during that time. And that is how I eventually learned more about who Jesus really was and who God really is to me. 
and I started believing in Jesus and that's where I am now. How I found help was through the Bible and Jesus. And yes, to answer the question on Google, is Natalia Taylor Christian? I am. And that's how I went from atheist to believer and just like completely changed as a person. You're definitely going to want to stick around for this last part though, because the last few minutes of this video are gold and I really like what she has to say. The Bible in the Old Testament like gave rules that people had to follow. But the cool thing is like other people can't tell you how to believe in Jesus or God. And because I believe in Jesus, I don't have to follow a bunch of rules because Jesus forgives everyone's sins. So I'm really not that worried. And the funny thing about this is I know that the majority of the people that don't believe in God are gonna be watching this video just like, praising me, being like, you go queen, I don't believe in God, but congrats on your story. And a lot of people that do believe in God are going to be hating on me and telling me I'm not doing it right. Yeah, she hit the nail on the head right there because most people like me, atheists, will watch this video and be like, you know, it's not really my cup of tea. I don't really think that demonic possession is real or that there's anything to astrology, but whatever. She found her path. She seems happy. And it is what it is. The people who are going to have a problem with her are the fundamentalist Christians who are like, nope, she's not going by the Bible at all, blah, blah, blah. She's a false prophet. If you really want to show people how great something is, you don't shove it in their face and force them to be born again or believe in what you believe. That's so stupid to me. I actually don't personally believe in like door-to-door -door witnessing. It doesn't make sense to me. I think that's why I didn't want to go to church for so many years. But now that I am where I am, I get to hopefully break the stigma of not all Christians are bad, not all atheists are bad. So I know I'm not perfect, but thankfully we get to make our own choices and what we believe in and how we practice our own beliefs. I just really liked her approach on the whole video. And to me, I think the moral of the story is more Christians need to be like Natalia Taylor. Until next time, let logic and reason guide the way. Peace out.